Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dremels. After leaving Mrs. Muffin's house, the boys head on to the court of the Northern Isle. At the court, they discover a barricade as it has been closed off to the public. With the use of some magic and clever deception, the gang manages to get through the reclaimers and into the courthouse. They then split up to look for clues. Thomas finds blood galore, while Viper heads into the courthouse and discovers Judge Wicksworth there, who fills her in on the night of Jessica's escape. Meanwhile, Tyronicus heads downstairs and discovers Kristoff speaking to Q before Monique Valentine comes down the steps. I do declare, Yorana is back in session. Kristoff? Who are you? And coming down the stairs behind you, you hear an all-too-familiar voice as Monique Valentine descends the stairs, oh. and she stares at you blankly. Oh. Awkward. <laughs> Thomas, as you are investigating the blood in the cafe, you hear a vague echo of a voice down the stairs that seems to ring some bells as, Viper, you are exiting the courthouse and you just barely catch out of the corner of your eye a red tiefling tail like entering the stairwell going down. That seems as the bathroom door kind of is like swinging shut. Okay, fuck. Uh, <laughs> shit. Viper will first go up to Thomas and be like, Hey, um, if anyone asks, we're with the union uh, for mistrials and mishaps in court, uh, alright? So if anyone asks, that's who uh, we are. Okay. I would like to join Tyronicus. Okay, you begin heading towards the stairwell. You would be walking behind Monique. Oh, okay, I'll be quiet then. No, no, Thomas will be like, what the fuck? I will not be quiet. I'll go, I'll go down the stairs. Okay, you guys begin heading down the stairs. Join the scene at an appropriate time. Just give it one second because Monique has a head start on you. So yes, yep. okay. Yep. You guys begin walking towards the stairwell, or Thomas, at least you start walking towards the stairwell. Viper, you are hanging out there. I will, I will wait and assess the situation to uh, see if they need combat backup or charisma backup. Okay, but meanwhile, downstairs, Tyronicus, you are sandwiched between the Leshen 
and Monique Valentine, who is looking at you. Mm. Uh, hi. Sorry, Christoph, who is this? Uh, hi, Ron Hankins. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Hankins. Are you, uh, are you part of Christoph's team? At that point, Viper walks down the stairs and says, Oh, we're with the Union. Who are these two people? Please don't panic. Um, we're with, uh, Ron. Uh, we are part of the Union for mishaps and mistrials in court. We were simply sent to, um, to assist in the investigation in any way we could. We don't mean to impose on your scene. Tyronicus Monique eyes you, like, almost as if she's looking for confirmation very subtly. I'll signal back to Monique that we're all good here. So yes, we're under, like, I look at her while I'm saying this, at Monique, and I'm just like, yes, we're here under jurisdiction of the Union, and then I turn around to the legend to figure out what's going on here at the courthouse, um, what kind of mishaps happened during this trial. Oh, right, 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 the, 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 the Union of Mishaps and Mistrials? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. What's that, I'm sorry? Oh, do, do you guys not have that here? I'm afraid I've never heard of that. Well, uh, like I told you, I, I spent a lot of time on the East Coast doing some work, and the, it, it's a lot more common over there, you know, when something... I mean, I've never seen anything of this magnitude, but when something like this happens, um, yeah, it is uh, something that we do. I'm glad to see uh, they, they're sending agents out uh, westward, yeah? Um, simply put, we're here to help. Lovely, lovely. Okay, well, uh, what can we do for you fine folk? Viper looks at Tyronicus and is like, well, I just spoke to the judge. I got quite a bit of information. I don't know if, Ron, you have specific questions you had in mind or something you were looking for down here. <clears throat> I was just, uh, I just wanted to check things out, see um, how the... Right, we were hoping to speak to the witnesses that are present, just to say if, uh... Ha, my name is Mrs. Kit Harrington. Um, uh, I'm with the entrepreneurs, and I just wanted to, uh, uh, see who you had present, right? Right? Isn't that right, Mr. Ron? Right, right, right. Right. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we have uh, Mr. Deidre here. Quan Deidre. Oh. Oh, um. Quan. Are you, are you the same Quan who happens to be roommates with the lovely Mrs. Muffin? You say that, Christoph, the lesson just kind of tilts his head at you and goes, I'm not Quan. He is. And he points to the open cell. And sitting in the cell on a chair you see this kobold in white reclaimer armor sitting in the chair and his head is just down and he looks like so sad. Oh dear. I'm like seeing that Tyronicus is just gonna like walk past the lesson uh, even if his way is being blocked and he's yeah. gonna use his halfling nimbleness to just yeah. walk past it and go down to the cell. Uh, and as you walk in you see uh, kind of Kit follows you with like very wide like hopeful eyes as he sees Q. And uh, Q looks up and he goes, Kit, I thought they got you too. What do you mean? Jessica and Barbara. Wait, who are you people? How do I know you're not with them? And Q lunges at Kit. <gasps> oh no, my. No, 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 no. He no, absolutely no. misses. Oh, he goes with like just a fist and Kit kind of grabs his hands and like holds him frantically. He goes, no, let me go. I can't help, help. I gotta help, help, help. I can't. Sir, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. It's all right. We're friends. We're here no, to figure out. No, Christoph, get them out of here. Get them out of here. They're gonna, they're with her. They're with them. They're with I, them. I'm gonna cast Charm Person. Okay. Does a 16 beat? Yeah. Ah, uh, you can feel his emotions for a second and you mm. get overwhelmed with like this frantic worry energy. Oh boy. 
as it like it just dispels it doesn't work he goes please please i can't i can't let anyone anyone else get hurt i can't i can't i can't i killed them uh. if we're distressing the prisoner then we will um we will take our leave um it's all right it's all right hey hey q it's okay i know these people they're safe i promise I don't know if I can... No, no, how do I even know if I can trust you? I just met you today, I don't know. Who can I trust? I can't trust anyone, I can't, I can't, I can't! And he like smashes his head against like the brick wall. Oh my, oh my god. god. Kit, Kit, talk to him, you know him, talk to him. Hey, 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 Q, it's okay, it's okay, it's me, sorry, I was in a disguise. And he starts taking off the, the disguise. As he does, Viper like turns to look at Monique. And is like, he's been um, quite insecure about his new form. So we were kind of trying to find what would make him feel more confident in himself. Monique like blinks at you blankly. And then she looks at Kit and like, you can tell by the way she looks at Kit that there might be familiarity there. Okay. And like, she kind of pieces the two together after blinking like confused for a second. And then she is going to very stealthily, let's see. Okay. Very stealthily. You see, Kristoff has turned like he's full attention on the commotion. She looks at Kristoff. She looks at you. You're like hanging towards the back. Mm -hmm. And so she opens her purse very quickly and she hands you these three tablets. They are these pads that are, they seem to be like hard kind of plastic with a rubber pad on it. And these pens that seem to have two different rubber tips. One kind of looks like a pencil and the other looks like an eraser. And awesome. uh, and then in her purse, you see like she's kind of, it looks almost like she's like picking a lock or something as she's like doing something secretly in her purse. Sure. And then on the three pads that she has handed to you, mm-hmm. you see the words appear out of nowhere, not secure here. And then they get erased as she kind of scribbles and like gives them to you as if like telling you to keep them. Okay. And Viper, roll a history check for me. Or not even history, roll it. It's an investigation. Mm, that's a nine. With advantage. Yay. Uh, 16. Okay, I'm assuming you're taking these discreetly and like stuffing them in your yes. bag. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, you do so. But as you do very quickly, you see a very, very familiar seal to you. You see the hot apothecary stamp on one of the corners as you stuff them into your bag. Okay. Okay, and while this is happening, you see Kit going, hey, hey, it's okay, it's okay, it's just me. Quan, you, we were, we were together, oh darling, you don't remember? Yeah, yeah, so were they, so were they, look at what they did. And he does not seem to be calming down. Okay. How big is Q? Q's pretty small. He's a kobold, yeah. Like like he pokes out of the armor almost like like a snake poking out of like a, a suit of armor because he's a very skinny kobold. Viper will look at Thomas and Tyronicus and then kind of be like, I don't want to make matters worse for the prisoner. Do you think he would feel more comfortable if a few of us left the room and gave him more space? Um, How much of a prisoner is he if the door is open. Well, he's in a he's in a cell, isn't he? Viper, I think that's a good idea. As much as I would love to hear what Q has to say, I think we should maybe leave Kit in here since they're the most familiar with each other. I agree. And just have Kit report back to us after. Okay. I would like to stay as well, but I'm going to like hide, I guess. Okay. I'll hang back and watch as well. All right. I will like turn to Monique because I don't I don't think this needs to be said secretly. 
and be like, okay, um, the witness seems distressed, so my colleague and I will step outside to give some more space. We don't want to add any more sort of stress to his state of being right now, so we'll wait outside. Right, okay. Yeah, you, you guys go on right ahead, and uh, how about I stay here? Uh, do you guys need anything from us? You want to chat to Kristoff? You want to chat to... Maybe in a moment. I think for now, leaving Mr. Hara to speak to his friend maybe the best course of action all right all right yeah and they stay as you guys uh step out okay i'm hiding to listen in on everything's going on okay it takes like close to an hour of kit trying to chill him the fuck out and like getting like little pieces of information out of him actually at this point uh viper and thomas what are you guys up to um, I'll take this opportunity to check out the bathroom. Okay, I'll go with Viper. Okay, yeah, you guys head up, and there is a, a ladies' restroom and a men's restroom. All right, do you want to split up? Sure. All right. Where's the big blood stain? Both restrooms? Uh, it wasn't really in the restroom. It was, like, against the wall. Like, it, you get oh. the feeling it happened outside. And okay. Well, I'll take the ladies' room. All right, I'll take the men's room. Okay. I'm looking for... Anything out of the ordinary, whether it's like, oh, a monster could have escaped through here, or, oh, there's something hidden in the little compartment behind the toilet kind of thing. Okay, yeah, roll your investigations for me. Natural 20. 18. You don't find anything. Yeah, you don't find anything. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Close to, let's call it 20, 30 minutes pass. And then as he starts to calm down, Tyronicus, here's kind of what you've gathered as you've been sitting there. Kit is talking to him, trying to calm him down. Again, this takes a very long time with a condensed conversation. It's basically him going, hey, hey, it's okay. What happened? Why, why are you arrested? And he goes, I just, I just, it's my fault. It's my fault. What did you do? I just... I should have known. I never should have helped them get onto the island. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Oh, this should definitely be noted. Viper, you have recognized Q from when you saw them returning. Yes. From the island. All right. And, and he goes, I, I, I should have arrested them properly. I didn't. You didn't do anything, okay? Yeah, it's not your fault. It is my fault because I helped them and they, they killed everyone. They killed Joe. They killed Jessamine. They killed like half of the reclaimers. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> what, how exactly did they do that, Q? The, the raptors, they went crazy. <laughs> They tried to break in and they got arrested and then the raptors went crazy and then and then Michelle got out and then I was I was trying so I was trying so hard to protect them. Martin's son got eaten and then and then when we were outside, I was in here. I was fighting with Martin's son. I was trying to save them. We were being attacked by the raptors, but they escaped. They got out and they killed Michelle, but I don't know. Kristoff saw all of it. It's okay. So you were in here trying to help, right? Yeah. So you didn't do anything wrong. No, but I helped them. I helped them get to the island and I helped them get here. I told them everything. I, I even brought them to the courthouse. I let them stay late. I took them to Mrs. Muffin's house. I did. Hey, hey, it's all right. You were trying to help. You didn't know what they were doing, right? Yeah. And Tronicus is like writing all these notes down. With the new pads, can you send them specifically to certain people or no? You currently don't have them because Viper has all three. Fuck. Okay. Sorry. Hold on player question yes is this island just jurassic park 
I don't know. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, God. (laughs) Can I use my communicator to just turn it on so that Viper can hear everything that I can hear? Ooh, sure. Okay, so we'll do two things. Here, Thomas, roll a history check for me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's a critical failure. Jesus. You know nothing about this island. Tyronicus, what did you want to do? I wanted to use my communicator, and I wanted to, like, open up a channel with just Viper so she could also hear. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can call Viper, and Viper, you feel your communicator buzz, and you hear the, the sound of an incoming call. Great. I will answer, and then I will tell Thomas, all right, I'm getting an incoming transmission from Tyronicus. Are you guys in the same bathroom now? Yeah, I okay. assume that we, like, kind of met outside to be like, Great. I didn't find anything. Yeah. I'm getting an incoming transmission from Tyronicus. I wonder if it's the smartest to be in view of those reclaimers in the front. We may want to go into one of the bathrooms or something while we listen. Sure. All right. I just go into the men's restroom because it was the closest one. Yep. Okay. So you go into the men's restroom and yeah, you listen to, again, the long ass interrogation. Yes. Uh, That is mostly just Kit trying to calm the shit out of Q. But you hear all of the stuff he's saying. And then roughly, you know, close to an hour in, you hear some commotion in the hall. Where'd they go? I don't know. I was trying to help you figure it out. Okay. Well, look for them. Go downstairs. Check it out. I'm going to check the rooms in here. You two, check the bathroom. Um, I like mute the incoming transmission or I put it in my ear somehow to make it only hearable to me. And I say, stand on a toilet and hide. Oh, okay. And I like go into one of the stalls. Okay. Okay. Sure enough, you guys hide. And a few seconds later, you hear the main door to the bathroom open. And you guys are in one of the stalls. And then you hear a, not seeing in here. Uh, Let me check the stalls real quick. And you hear one stall door open. I I forgot to mention I locked it. (laughs) Okay, you guys are in the third and fourth stalls, respectively. You hear one stall door open. First stall's clear. You hear a second stall door open. Doof, this is the one right next to you, Thomas. Oh, fuck. Second stall's clear. Hide behind the door. Uh, can Can I go in the toilet? Oh, God. Roll a acrobatics check for me. <laughs> okay. 15? I'll give you this. You can kind of like disassemble your bones the way Gary with two R's does and hide, like kind of stuff yourself into the pipe in the toilet so that just your skull is sticking out. Roll a stealth check to see like if you can stay under the water of the toilet <laughs> so that you don't get noticed. Okay, that's better. 17. Okay, third stall door opens right as you finish stuffing yourself into the pipes uh, and your skull is in the water. You go, (laughs) and you slide in, the door opens, you hear, roll a constitution saving throw for me. Oh my God. 17 again, good movie. Damn, yeah. Okay, you only take one point of uh, toxic damage (laughs) as you sit in the toilet. As he says, third stall's clear. I would like to, like, use my rogue acrobatics to, like, stick myself to the sides of the wall, like, higher up than the reclaimer's line of sight, Uh so that if he opened it, I would be, like, hiding on the ceiling like the Grinch. Okay, roll an acrobatics check for me first. A 22. Okay, no problem. You like stand on the tank of the toilet and kind of like vault your hands and like swing up so that you are now flat. Now roll a stealth check. Okay, great. 24. Okay, and he slams the fourth door open here. Last stall is clear. We're good in here. 
And as you're holding on to the ceiling and Thomas, you're holding your breath in the fucking toxic sludge of the toilet, you hear the reclaimer head out. I get down and I'm like, Thomas, are you okay? I'm okay. I'm so filthy, but I'm okay. And she like gets out and like holds her forehead a little bit and coaxes her snakes and then puts the transmission back on to keep listening. Extra, extra, read all about it in the not-so-daily Drimbus. Nikki B's still missing, shocking fans and patrons everywhere. Daddy G to collect Nikki B's stack of newspapers in the meantime. All in this week's edition of the Not-So-Daily Drimbus. Named so because we post once a week instead of daily. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well, though, so it's the Not-So-Daily Drimbus. Keep up to date on all things Drimbus. Episodes, bonus content, announcements, and really cool 5e stat blocks for you to use in your D&D game. Like a warlock patron, the Spring Breaker, Death from the Puss in Boots movie, and then a special little four-leaf clover to bring luck into your game for St. Patrick's Day. Subscribe today and you could be like these cool people. Ahem. Jerry Penitados, Queso Loco, Greta and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Conair on DVD, NB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles, The Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Rue Thanados, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Wilhelm Fuchs, Trip. Carrie Holmes, and Stoner Panda. So if you want to be like these cool people, subscribe to the Not-So-Daily Drimbus today. (laughs) Extra, extra, read all about it in the Not-So-Daily Drimbus. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Okay. Yeah, and you managed to listen to the rest of the investigation. You're like you're like half listening to the investigation and you're half listening to the uh like, reclaimers. Yeah. And you hear them kind of wander around going like, "Where did they go? Where did they go?" And then finally, Tyronicus, you are downstairs when you see the reclaimer from the front come down. Mm. You said you were like hiding in a corner, right? Yeah. So roll a stealth check for me. 16. Okay, so he doesn't quite notice you, but he comes down and he says, Hey, Monique, uh, Christoph, sorry to bother you guys. Just, uh, have you guys seen anyone come through here? And Christoph goes, uh, Do you mean the uh, the people from the union who came through? 
the the what? The union. You know the the mishaps and mistrials. Yeah, yeah, it's it's standard procedure. They uh they came through. Were they uh let me see we had a halfling, a uh it looked like a Medusa, we had a skeleton, a regular dude, and an octopus Oh. It's okay! It's okay, buddy, it's alright. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to stop the investigation. We needed these guys out of here right now. Sorry, what do you mean? I thought they were here on official business. No, one of them cast a spell on me. I uh, got through security. In fact, uh, hey guys! We found a couple of them! Let me see what Richard's stealth was. Oh, yikes. Richard goes, oh shit! And he goes, yeah, okay, we got two of them here. And Christoph goes, third one's over there. And he points a branch out at Tyronicus. Oh, what a bitch. And he goes, okay, all right, everyone, please put your hands in the air. All three of you, come on. As soon as he says, like, he's over there, Tyronicus is gonna snap his fingers. And he's going to cast, I guess, detect thoughts on Q just to see what else he can get before they have to get out. Okay. Uh, is there a saving throw for that? Yes. It is a wisdom saving throw. You got to be a 17. He fails. So what happens? Uh, you initially learn the surface thoughts of a creature, what's on his mind in the, that moment. As an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If you probe deeper, target must make a wisdom save, which is what we did. If it fails, you gain insight. It's reasoning. If any, it's emotional state and something that looms large in its mind. Okay. Uh, the main thing you get from probing his mind is that he's incredibly distressed. He's very guilty. But you get the feeling that everything he has said is incredibly honest. You get the feeling that he is not hiding anything. He is fully surrendered. And then as you are probing his mind, you feel him begin to panic again, going, I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! Please arrest him! Arrest him! Hold him! Lock us away! Lock us away! Please! 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 Drew, you gotta relax, man. Please! And at this point, you guys in the bathroom, you hear the reclip. Uh, you don't necessarily hear them get called in, but you go, All right, everyone, head downstairs. And uh, you hear a bunch of reclaimers beginning to move down. No keys. Time to go. Well, right, but we're not just going to leave them. Or do you think we should leave and then break them out later? That. Th there's nothing we could really do right now. Shit. All right. Hey, are we being arrested or are they escorting us out? It looks like they're uh, intending to arrest you. Viper will just be like, shit. And then she'll wait to hear the last reclaimer go down the stairs and then open the door and swiftly run out with Thomas. Okay, yeah. You two manage to escape, no problem. At this point, Monique turns to you, Tyronicus, and goes, Mr. Hankins, please explain yourself. You charmed the good reclaimers? I thought you and your team were here on honest business. I thought you were here to investigate the mistrial of Miss Crichton. You see, um... You know, perhaps it's time to leave, and he like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you guys aren't going anywhere, okay? We've had enough infiltration happening here. No, no, yeah, we're absolutely fine. I mean, I think we've done all that we can do. Yes, I, yes, I think we have. And then Tronic is like, actually, he just snapped his finger. He goes, I have an idea, and he's going to cast Polymorph, but then I'm also going to use my meta magic, and I'm going to cast Polymorph also on Kit and Richard, and we're going to turn us all into mice, and we're going to get the fuck out of there. Holy shit! Okay, roll Wait, that's <laughs> So cool. Oh God, be careful around my snakes. <laughs> I don't think there's a roll, it's just polymorph. Oh yeah, it just works. Okay, roll a d20 for me. That would be a seven. Okay, roll a d100 for me. Five. So you snap your fingers, the three of you turn into mice. Kit turns into a mouse with like two little tentacle legs. <laughs> Um, Richard turns into a mouse with like a very fancy hairdo. Oh my god. <laughs> and you turn into a, an extra tiny mouse. <laughs> However, in your place, 
directly above you, like where you were standing, Tyronicus, mm -hmm. you see a ghoul appear. <laughs> and it begins like running around wildly and the reclaimers go, oh shit. <laughs> they pull out their weapons. They each have two swords. Uh, the, the ghoul starts like running around frantically. They go, where'd they go? Keep it off for them. Kit like sees that, immediately gets it. Richard does. They follow your lead as you guys run up the stairs and actually roll a stealth check with advantage because this is fucking like choice. <laughs> all right, 19. Jesus. Okay, you all roll 18 and above. So <laughs> nice. You three like form up. You look like the blue angels, but mice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you begin like hopping up the steps all the way up and you hear the ghoul getting dismembered fucking like within seconds. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh, what the hell is going on here? I thought they were part of the mishap and mistrial. What is going on? But you guys head out the front, and sure enough, you see, like, running away from the courthouse, you see Viper and Thomas. Okay, do we notice the mice? No, you do not. Okay. The mice notice you. Okay. Yeah, we just keep running. Probably, um... Back to Miss Muffins? Yeah, we'll start heading towards Mrs. Muffin, but probably, like, stop to get breath when we feel like we're far enough away to not be seen. Sure. There's pretty heavy, like, woods, like, not far off. So you get the feeling that you can pretty safely, like, take cover, you know, with a couple minutes walk. All right. Uh, I guess we'll wait there. Okay. And sure enough, you see three little mice scurry up to you. A very tiny one, one with fancy hair and one with little tentacle legs. Viper's snakes get super excited and literally yank her head to like strike at them. Ah, oh, wow. good. And then she'll start like trying to restrain them. Be like, you already ate yesterday. What is this about? And she's like getting like whipped around as they try to like strike yeah, yeah, at the mice. Yeah, they even seeing the mice, they start nipping at your fingers too. Ah, God, what's the matter with you? Seeing all that going on, using our mousely senses, I'm gonna transform us back. Okay, and uh, sure enough, you transform and, and kick us. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, I've never done that myself before. Ugh. As soon as the mice are gone, the snakes are like super disappointed, and they're like. Mm. Your hair suddenly becomes straight and like falls yeah. to the... <laughs> oh my gods, I've got to go to a chiropractor after this. Jesus. And then because her fingers got bit, she'll like roll her sleeve up and show her tattoo, which is a snake surrounded by flowers. And she'll like touch it to activate protection from poison. Okay. And it will like spectrally lift and go across her fingers and then the wound will be gone. Yeah, you can literally see like your veins become more visible as you see the poison. It kind of looks black in your veins almost. Mm -hmm. And it draws up like almost like as if it's being drawn to the tattoo. And then the ink almost looks fresher. So I'll do that. Breathe deeper as it happens. Whew. And then she'll coax them and be like, I will make sure you're fed. There's no need to whip me around and strike yourselves. Yes, you can show me attitude. You can show me attitude. But I will make sure you're fed. All right, I love you. Now, calm down. And they, they bundle up. <laughs> right, what is the plan then? All right, well, I don't know what you all gathered, but I got quite a lot of information from the judge. We could regroup and gather and talk about all the things that we found and heard. I didn't expect to see Miss Valentine here. I didn't either. Right, she seemed cool. I've never met her before, but... Oh, by the way, she gave me these three tablets. Oh, the tablets! And uh, Viper will, like, pull them out. I, 
I see it's some sort of magical communication device. It's it's quite awesome, actually. I'll keep one for myself. There's two left. I don't know if either of you who wants them. I would like one to speak with my uh, Miss Valentine. I will take that instead, and I'll take it to Richard. After all, I'm the one who gave her the prototype. <laughs> all right, and I'll I'll give the last one to Thomas. Thank you. I'll kind of feel bad for Q. I don't think he did anything wrong. I couldn't hear everything from what I could hear. I don't think so either. So this is the information that I gathered from the judge. The attack was from what we later found out from Q are called Blink Raptors, which are bipedal, crocodile-headed, feathered beasts. And the attack happened right after the conclusion of the court case occurred. So right after she was deemed guilty is when the attack occurred. The persecution was attacked but fled. Crichton had no defense team at the time of the court case, and it seems as if these beasts may have been trying to free their master. Crichton was able to escape due to this, but was killed shortly after, presumably by Jessica herself. The raptors had the ability to run, walk, and were able to appear and disappear at will, and they lost many, many good people. Right, yeah, that that sounds about in line. I was with the raptors when we were on the island. They were... They were uh, trying to attack us at first, but Jessica got a little thing. What does a raptor look like? Wait, hold on. Kit, Jessica had a thing to repel them? No, to, to control them. Like, she could talk to them, but they would obey her. Oh, my God. Did she cause the attack? What is a raptor? It's like a... It's kind of like a lizard that walks on two legs like a chicken. It's got little feathers and stuff. So they're legitimately, like, velociraptors. Okay. They're not velociraptors because velociraptors in real life are about turkey-sized. The description that you've gotten for these is that they're about six feet tall. So they're they're more like the Jurassic Park raptors, kind of. Okay. Kit. Yeah. Does this quill belong to one of those raptors? Yeah, 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 just one of them. Oh, boy. Do we think that Jessica maybe called on the attack by commanding them to do so? Well, something else that I could gather from Q's sort of distressed answers was that it seems the two of them were trying to get into the courthouse when the attack occurred. No, no, no. No. They broke into the courthouse one day. Okay. And then they were arrested. And then later, during the attack, they managed to escape. And so did Miss Crichton. And then Miss Crichton was killed. All right. So this is what I'm gathering. Miss Felcher, either through orders or not, wanted to be the one to make sure that Miss Crichton was killed. When she was arrested and disbanded from the court case, she was therefore not able to do that. I have no doubt that the raptors allowed for the prison break due to Jessica telling them to get her out of there. I'm not necessarily sold on whether or not she is the one that commanded them to kill. I don't think that they were commanded to kill. I think that they were just hungry. But how else would we know that she had the power to control them? Someone had to send the raptors. Of course. I think that they were sent to be a distraction to get Miss Crichton out. And there were probably too many of them to control all at once, and they had quite the appetite. That's a valid point. I think they were sent to get Jessica out. I'm more interested in who that Martin fellow is. Yes. I remember Martin. He was on the island. He was with with Twigs, his body. They they both fell off the ladder. Martin was, uh, he was paralyzed. Oh, dear. He was with us, though. He helped him get here. He's okay, though. He's alive. He was watching Twigs' body when they came to save me. 
Okay. I think once Q has calmed down a little bit, we could maybe get more information from him. Do you think we'll be able to go back into the courthouse, though? I think we're not going to get any more information from Q. I think the only way we would is uh, under the guise of, like, a suggestion spell, which is very, very invasive, or a zone of truth, sort of. And at this point, Tyronicus, you see on the pad that you're holding in your hand, you see a message appear that says, where can we talk, question mark. Muffin's house. Mm. Yeah, do you want to give it the coordinates? Although, I don't want to involve Mrs. Muffin, either. How far is the town? Roll a history check for me. 15. Okay, I'll tell you this, Tyronicus, you get the feeling it's far. Like, if you had a mount, it might be a reasonable distance, but on foot, you have the feeling it might be a tall order. Not that you can't do it, just that it would be, like, multiple hours, likely. And there were no, like, buildings or anything by the courthouse? No, the the courthouse, again, it's like on a cliffside, so it's very, like, there's this long road that kind of stretches out that presumably eventually passes the town and other things. Muffin, muffin, muffin. Uh. What, what do you think? I mean, there's no way for her to know where Mrs. Muffin's house is since she presumably has never been there. Could just send her the coordinates. That's true. I guess we could try sending the coordinates, but that doesn't work. I can go get her myself. All right. That sounds great. Okay. You know, just like type back Muffin's house and then the coordinates to that. Okay. You know, I I feel like we should maybe pay Mrs. Muffin this time. I agree. She's a local business owner, you know. I mean, it's only right, you know. Yeah, and she's trying to start a business. You know, we might as well at least contribute a little bit, but... You um, should always invest in, like, your local business. Yes, of course, I agree. All right, great. Glad we have an understanding. Yes, I agree. Let's go. All right, it'll be a business expense. Don't worry. The interns will cover it. I mean, assistance. Well, actually, the bosses usually cover that, so I'm sure. No, no, no. Could, it is how you prove Richard, your. Richard, I'm sure that you could take care of that just fine. Well, I certainly could. What but this a is... kind boss of you to cover our stay in Mrs. Muffin's house. Yes, very kind of me to use the assistant tariff to uh, to cover this stay. Actually, I think that that's made up. Uncle. Me and our humble assistants, thank you. I mean, I myself, you even say, is a junior assistant, so I, I, I am more than grateful for you to pay for all of us. Thank you so, so well, much, Richard. Thank well, you, I don't, I uncle. Don't. I, like, start walking. Okay, so you all take the trip back to Muffin's house. You make your rolls. You suffer the exhaustion, but you know where you're going this time, so you're okay. Mrs. Great. Muffin lets you, and she goes, oh, I'm so glad to see that you came back, dearies. Welcome for another stay. I will say, though, we're officially open for business. So it's going to be 20 gold, like uh, uh, like my good friend Palmis told me. Nephew. <laughs> Mr. Richard. If you please. Since you are the boss of the operation, please. Thank yes, you. Yes. Uh, well, no worries. We will uh, actually be more generous than you asked, and we will each contribute five gold. Here is my five. And he puts it on the table and looks at you all like smiling. I actually don't mind that. I will put five as well. Here you go. Five gold. Uh, Lep kind of kept all of my stuff. I don't think I got my gold back. That's okay. Mr. Richard will also cover that as well. Yes, indeed. I suppose I will. Well, I only need 20 gold, right? So... He wanted to be generous, so it's only natural that the boss... Right. Uh, also, we have a um, uh, a lady friend of mine coming over later today. Lady friend of yours, you say? Yes. 
a friend who's a lady. Uh, I hope that's all right, Mrs. Muffet. Yes, that's fine, dearie. Uh, shall I cook up some stews? Yes, yes, that would oh, that would be lovely. Do you have any hot goss for me? I think we may have some for you soon, Mrs. Muffin. And he raises an eyebrow at her. He goes, great. And you all chill. Mrs. Muffin prepares dinner. Uh, you all eat. And not terribly long later, you hear a knock on the door. Mrs. Muffin goes, opens it, and out in the snow, you see a shivering Monique come and go, Oh, God, I... Whew, I'm not used to these uh, northern temperatures. Whew. Well, uh, howdy, folks. Monique, so good to see you. What are you doing out here? Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. Um, also, I'm so sorry. Um, we haven't met uh, Viper. Hi, I'm Monique Valentine. I got the feeling that uh, you know my colleagues. Yeah, yeah. Well, a uh, fellow attorney here and we're all... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming Viper's safe. And she kind of looks to you guys for confirmation. Yeah. Hi, Monique. Hello, Thomas. Explain. Right. Okay, so, uh, a little complicated, but Hagatha called me over, and she briefed me on the whole situation. It was basically right after I, I left you guys. Apparently, Jessica and this Barbara character were working some case here. She suspected they got captured when they came in to snatch some documents. Uh, basically, they were supposed to rig the case so that the whole thing would fail and uh, people would lose faith in the courts. However, when they were sneaking in one night to get some of the documents in order to rig the case, Hagatha thinks that they got captured then. It was then, of course, confirmed when she started getting mirror calls from reclaimers who were calling Hagatha by her name. Oh, dear. Hmm. Next thing she knows, uh, there's this paper published about Jessica, and she figures that they're probably on her trail. Hagatha lives in a lighthouse not terribly far away from here. And, uh, well, she assigned me to come figure out what happened to Jessica and Barbara. She wants me to do some, uh... Yeah. Some damage control. Basically, she wants me to find them, fake some confession to the newspaper in uh, Jessica's name to clear Hagatha's name and any mention of the LLC. Then... She wants me to send Barbara back and tell Jessica that I'll clear her name in court so that she can walk freely. Basically, turn her in, defend her, and get her off fair and square. Kind of like they wanted to do for, uh, for Crichton. But, once she turns herself in, Hagatha asked me to, uh, well, to make sure she never actually makes it to the trial. If you catch my drift. Hmm. I see. Do you think that Jessica had a very similar assignment with Miss Crichton. No, no, because she needed Crichton alive. Hmm. She was furious when she found out what happened. So, you don't think Jessica killed her? I, I think she did. I've, l listen, I've been doing a lot of recon. I spoke to some of the people at Los Marineros, the people who were around for it. They said Jessica killed her. Um, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Carla Grande, the, the opera singer. I don't know if any of you are familiar. Oh, yes, I'm a fan. Okay, yeah. Well, she started the attack. It was after the fucking bloodbath at the court, but apparently Jessica dealt the killing blow. I see. I don't know what's going on here. Wait, are you saying that you don't know who Barbara is? You said Barbara character. I've never met her personally. She doesn't work for Hagatha directly? Apparently she does, but I've never met her. Keep in mind, uh, our, Hagatha's agents usually don't have a lot of contacts with each other. That's why I don't really know many people. I didn't even know Jessica worked for her until that day, uh, Mr. Thomas, the, the, the day of the plea bargain. That's the day I finally figured it out. 
I see. So are you saying that Jessica hasn't been in contact with Hagatha since? Not to my knowledge, but here's the thing too. I don't know if she has other agents at this court. Kristoff was the lead prosecutor on Crichton's case and he was there when Jessica killed her. He said he let her go just because there was so much going on in the moment, but he has vowed to find her now. He might just be a good Samaritan or he could be working for Hagatha. This could be a test. I don't know. All I know is I have my orders and I need to find her now. Sounds like we need to find her too. She kind of looks at the bedroom door. Uh, Miss Muffin has since like kind of turned in to give you guys some private space to talk. But she's clearly very flighty and she's like, okay, uh, I think the next best step might be to just find Jessica and see what she has to say, whether we believe her or not. I refuse to reason with her. It's jail or nothing with her. Well, well, at least an interrogation is what I'm saying. Of course, of course. Because unless I'm going to disavow Hagatha, I'm going to have to take her out. I mean, to be fair, if Monique does take her out, that kind of solves one of our issues. All right, all right, but we don't know all of the facts. And and also, there's lots of complications with killing a celebrity. <laughs> right. If she's turned herself in and we, you know, we've published the, the newspaper story where she confesses everything, then maybe they'll believe it was just a suicide. Perhaps. I also have very complicated poisons we could put to use for that, but that's not the point. What is your plan to find Jessica? <sighs> I don't know where to start. I've been talking to Q, but Q doesn't really know anything. Kristoff saw the way she ran off. She ran off su- southerly, but you know, it's been a few days. She could have gone anywhere. I really don't know. And Tyronicus, all of a sudden, your earpiece starts buzzing with an incoming call. Hold on. Hello? Tyronicus. Lucky. How quickly can you make it to Chesapeake? To Chesapeake? You guys know how close we are to Chesapeake? Uh, maybe a day walking? Three or four hours on horseback? We can get there in between three, four hours and a day. Jessica is there right now. End of session. Oh, oh no. shit. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show, or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Please try to get some sleep tonight. I've been trying to sleep all week. Nothing helps. You could try sleep sound. No thanks. You've had enough nightmares for the both of us. Let me go! Come on. The medication has nothing to do with that. I haven't had a bad dream in ages. (laughs) Ever since your highly problematic affair in Idaho? Oh my god. Never stop. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, you still haven't told me who you're bringing to graduation. Oh. Your heart is racing. How can you tell? What if I don't want anyone else to know yet? And it wasn't a bad dream? I don't know. Christopher, you know. Can't you appreciate that I'm trying to help you here? Thanks for the pills, Lils. Dreamers, Season 2 by Broken Crown Productions. Tune in weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. 